You're listening to Shalise's Podcast. Father, thank you for this broadcast and thank you for all of the things that you've been speaking to me about April. Thank you for all the things that you've been teaching me as you've been speaking to me. And I thank you, Father, that you want to share it with everyone because it's awesome. And so I just give you permission to think through my mind, to speak through my mouth today, Lord. Help me make it clear and uh, help help everyone grab it, Father. Help everyone embody it. Help everyone be it. Thank you that it's good news, Father. We are one with you. We are one with Jesus. We are one with the Holy Spirit. And you have things that you want to accomplish through our lives as us. And so as we hop in today, Father, we just give you the freedom to take us where you want us to go. Holy Spirit, you, we give you the freedom to enlighten the eyes of our understanding so that we will know the hope of our calling and we can step into what you are speaking. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, awesome, you guys. We are back for our word of the month. For those of you who haven't really been tuning in thus far, this is something that God asked me to do really coming into the new year. And he started with actually speaking to me in December about it with a word called divine reset, which I talked about in the January word of the month, which really announced what the word of the year is. And if you'll remember, the word of the year is the best is not yet to come. It's now. And for those of you that are part of my coaching programs, you know that we always are getting words for the year, we're getting words for the quarter, and then we get words for the month. And so I just thought I would invite our tribe, the entire tribe into this process by doing a word of the month uh, broadcast at the beginning of every month. So, so far we've had January, which was again, the best is not yet to come, it's now. Then in February, the word was uh, mean what you say and say what you mean. And then last month we had a, a kind of an interesting play on the question, who am I? By uh, the word was, who is I? And it was all about the definition of the word I. Well, playing on that same theme, you guys, coming into April, God has been speaking to me about this concept of laser focus. And so the word of the month for April is laser focus. But it's not what you might think of when you hear the term laser focus in the sense that most of the time when we think about any spiritual concept or we hear anything, by default, we typically filter it through this filter of separation. And what I mean by that is most of us, by default, live in a world of dual duality. We live in this world that is seeped in the illusion of separation rather than uh, the truth that is we are one with God and that all things have been reconciled to Christ and that there is nothing outside of God. We live and move and have our being inside of God. We are one with Jesus. Jesus is in us. Christ in us is the hope of glory. As Jesus is, so are we in this world. And so if we're going to grab onto what God is speaking about April, then we first of all have to start with really stepping into our union with God. And I really wanted to invite you into meditating on union scriptures this month. You know, we, we uh, have posted a whole, a couple of um, declarations 
that talk about this divine reset and help us really deal with the illusion of separation and step into our union with God. But it is absolutely critical if we're going to step into what God is, wants to do on the planet, what he is doing on the planet, and participate in that. And so I want to start this morning with a scripture from John 10:38, <clears throat> And it says this. It's very short. It just says the Father and I are one. And we all know that that is how Jesus operated. He only did what he saw the Father doing. He said, you know, the words that I speak are not my own. You know, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. And so we know that Jesus in his earthly ministry operated out of an identity of oneness with the Father. He knew that his purpose was not only to go to the cross, but his purpose was to uh, be the perfect representation of the Father, of who God is on the earth. You know, prior to Jesus, I mean, God had all of these different names, right? Jehovah Rapha, uh, God is our provider, God is our healer, God, you know, all Jehovah Jireh, God is our provider, Jehovah Rapha, God is our healer. And so he had progressively given a revelation of who he was, but it wasn't until Jesus that this concept of God was Father was introduced and this concept of this oneness with God. Why? Because, you know, at the fall, uh, Adam's eyes and Eve's eyes were opened and this illusion of separation flooded into the planet. This idea of having a self apart from God, of self-consciousness entered the planet. And we've been really seeped in a world system that is uh, driven by this illusion of separation ever since. So if we're going to step into what I'm hearing God speak about laser focus, we have to really deal with this illusion of separation. And so I want you to own this scripture that Jesus said in John 10, 38. And I want you to really grasp the idea that the Father and I are one. Meaning, who is I, right? That was the word that we had in March. Well, who is I? I is Christ in us. I is this, this you that is joined with the Father, that is joined with Jesus, that is joined with the Holy Spirit. You are a new creation. You're not just a human being. You are a partaker of God's divine nature. And there are really like two selves, if you will. There's this self that sees itself independent, this little S self that sees us, uh, you know, separated from God. And then there's this true self, this capital S, right? The, the real you that is joined to the Lord, right? He that is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him, right? Uh, God is seeking worshipers that worship him in spirit and in truth. And our spirit, the real you, I mean, if you killed over and died right this moment, the real you lives in union with God. And so if you're going to grasp what I want to say, you've got to grasp this. You've got to realize that, that our lives are steeped in this illusion of separation from God, except it's just an illusion. You are one with God right this very minute, not because of anything that you did, but because of what Jesus did on the cross for you as you. you the, the little self, that little old man, that ego that programmed you was crucified with Christ. And now it's not you, a separated you that is living. It is Christ in you that is living. And so this idea of your union with God is something that we have to, have to, have to reprogram our minds to believe. We need to have a consciousness that is aware of it. We need to become aware of our union. We need to abide in our union because it's only in that place of our union with God 
that we actually can be, frankly, a Christian, that we can be who God created us to be. Okay, so grab it. The Father and I are one. Now, Jesus also said this in John 530. You guys, you've heard me teach on this scripture. If you know anything about the work that I do, you know, this is actually the foundation scripture for everything that I'm, you know, called to manifest that is the call of God on my life, meaning the vision that God has given me. And guess what? God has a vision for each of you. God has things that he's called each of you to do, each of you to manifest here on earth. And in John 5.30, this is a, a really good scripture that explains how Jesus operated in union with the Father. And here's what it says. It says, I have not ever acted, nor in the future will I, it says, wait, let me start over. It says, I have not ever acted and will not in the future act on my own. I listen to the directions of the one who sent me and act on these divine instructions. For this reason, my judgment is always fair and never self-serving. I'm committed to pursuing God's agenda and not my own. And I love that last sentence. I'm committed to pursuing God's agenda and not my own. So laser focus, you guys, is all about focusing on God's agenda. It is about seeking God's agenda, but not seeking it apart from him, seeking it, seeking it in union with him. All right, in Romans 12, 2, it talks about, that we are to offer ourselves as a living sacrifice, meaning that if we are one with God, we want the expression of God to flow through our lives by giving him our body, by giving him all of our faculties. It means giving him our eyes. It means giving him our imagination. It means giving him our will. It means giving him our words. It means that he can speak through us. He can manifest through us the same way that he spoke through Jesus and he you know, manifested himself through Jesus with all kinds of signs, wonders, and miracles. Jesus said, the same works that I do and even greater works will you do because I go to be with the Father. Why? Because when he went to be with the Father, when he ascended and sat down at the right hand of God, guess what? We ascended with him and sat down at the right hand of God too, meaning that he was going to continue his ministry. He was going to continue to live through us. And so the same works that Jesus did, we can do the same way that Jesus did them through union with God. And so as we offer our bodies as a living fat sacrifice this month, what God is, I mean, in February, God was really after our words, right? Well, this month he's after our eyes. He's after our vision. He's after what we observe. Why? Because what we observe manifests, you guys. I teach on the principles of quantum physics and the observer effect um, all the time. And if you don't know what the observer effect is, it's basically a principle in quantum physics that says that what human beings observe move from energy waves into a particle state, meaning that when human beings observe atoms, that the atom is actually just a field of possibilities of where electrons and protons will actually show up. And it is a field of possibility and meaning it's an energy wave that can manifest anywhere until a human being observes it. Now, I could teach on that, you know, and give you a lot more information about that. But honestly, you should just Google the observer effect 
because what it will help you recognize is that human beings by design are creative. God created the universe to be governed by human beings and that what we observe, where our focus goes, um, energy flows, creation energy flows, and the ability to materialize invisible things is what happens when we focus on something. Now, this is true from a scriptural perspective. It's, it's true when God told Abraham that he was the father of a nation, and yet he was impotent, yet he was too old to have children. Sarah was beyond childbearing age, but he told him, hey, change your name, go from Abram to Abraham, say what I say, be who I say that you are, and say it every time you say your name, and I want you to observe your many offsprings, your, your uh, you know, innumerable offsprings. I want you to think of like sand and I want you to think that your offspring, you have as many offspring as there are sand granules, okay? I want you to look at the stars and think that, I want you to observe the stars because as you observe the stars, you're observing your offspring. And um, this principle is when, I mean, this is when, I mean, this is all throughout scripture, right? Uh, God told uh, J Joshua, right, to observe all that was written right, to meditate on it day and night, and then you would observe all that was written, and then you'll make your way prosperous and be successful, meaning meditate and observe the victory that I've given you in the promised land. Look at Jericho and see, I've given it into your hands. And so this idea of, of observing something and it materializing is all throughout scripture. And what I'm trying to communicate here today is that God wants our focus. He wants us to, to yield our bodies as living sacrifice, give him our imagination so that he can visualize, he can imagine, and he can observe things internally within us that as we focus on them, they, man, they manifest. I hope I'm making sense here. So let me give you one more scripture because this was really the scripture that um, God has really been leading, leading me into here. It says, Psalm, it's in Psalm 32, 8, and it says this, I will instruct you and teach you in the way that you should go. I will guide you with my eye. Let me say it again. I will instruct you and teach you in the way that you should go. I will guide you with my eye. And my eye is capital M-Y, right? My eye. And so what we're after here is we want the eye of God to instruct us. We want the eye of God to show us what to observe and as we observe it guess what happens it materializes we're talking about the literal materialization you guys of matter we're talking about manifesting impossible things that that you know would maybe not ever happen in one person's lifetime if they worked until you know every waking moment we're talking about supernatural creation, and we're talking about it through the process of observing whatever God is asking you to observe. And he is going to lead you, he's going to instruct you, and he's gonna show you through the faculty of your imagination, because your imagination is the, the, your, the, the eye of your mind. It is the, um, when God says, you know, uh, when, Paul, when the apostle Paul prayed, uh, you know, that, to the to the Ephesians that he prayed that their eyes would be enlightened that the eyes of their understanding would be enlightened so that they would know the hope of their calling he's talking about you know flooding your heart flooding your imagination with light so that you can see yourself so that you can see yourself in Christ so that you can see 
What, re what is re real? What is reality? And reality is heaven. Reality is that it's now. Reality is that it's here. The problem is, is that we are distracted from the illusion of separation and we are trained in a world system to see what is material rather than what is possible. And so we focus on things like what is wrong. We focus on a current reality that we don't want. We focus because the media tells us to focus on all of the horrible things that are happening in the world. And frankly, because we're focused on those things, guess what we get more of? It's, it's just like that movie, if you've never seen the movie Tomorrowland, right? Where the, all of humanity was focused on wars and rumors of wars and all of these horrible things. And the clock was running down and the world was being destroyed be, not because of all of the bad things, but because of the focus of human beings. It's a really prophetic movie if you've never seen it. So this month, God is saying, I want you laser focused on what I am observing. I want you laser focused as though our eye is single. I want to give you a single eye because when your eye is single, when, when my eye meaning God's eye becomes your eye and you have one eye and you have a single eye. Now, beloved, we can begin to build the vision and watch the visions that God has for the planet and God has for us to create rather than creating more of what we don't want because we're observing the things that we don't want and we're focused on problem solving. We're focused on fixing ourselves. We're focused on something that is the illusion of a unreconciled world. We aren't seen with a single eye. We're seen in duality. We're seen in perfection rather than seeing things the way that God does, which is finished, which is perfect, which is complete. So how do I do this? How do I get laser focused? Well, you pray. You guys, you enter into the spirit. You get filled with the spirit and you say, okay, Holy Spirit, what do you want me to observe? What do you want my laser focus to be on? And the truth is, guys, God has something that he's asking you to do. He has an agenda. He has something that he's, he's calling you into. He has uh, uh, things that he is asking you to do that maybe you don't have the money for right now. Maybe you don't know how they're going to come to pass. Well, none of that is relevant. Actually, all of that is irrelevant. I mean, um, irrelevant. Okay. See, in Romans chapter four, it says that Abraham did not consider the impotence of his own body, right? He was not focused on how the miracle was going to happen. He wasn't focused on his age. He wasn't focused on the barrenness of Sarah's womb. He was just focused on what he was creating. And the truth is you cannot focus on two things at one time. You cannot focus on all of the problems that have to be overcome in order for this to happen and actually be focused on it already being finished at the same time. And when we observe what God wants us to observe, it's always in its finished form, right? He's not, you know, if you see the process of creation, great, but it needs to end in the thing actually being here. We need to observe it as though it already exists. We need to live in that vision. We need to uh, step into that vision, step into that future, that future self, that future, uh, what is it that you've created? What is it that you have? What is it that, that has happened to you, right? Just like Abraham, what does it look like? What does it feel like? What does it smell like? And you guys, in the faculty of our, our imagination, we can actually do that. You know, 
the past only exists in our imagination, in our minds. The future can only exist in when we imagine it. And the truth is it's all happening now. We remember in the now. We envision in the now. And the now is where the power is. That's why the best is not yet, not yet to come. It's now. How is it now? Because we're observing it now. We're living in it now. And that is how faith works. It works through human observation, through our eyes of faith. We see a possibility. We see something that has not been revealed to our physical senses yet. We walk by faith and not by sight. We begin to act like the person that already has that. We begin to make decisions like the person that already has that. We begin to take action towards the thing like we already have it. And here's the cool thing, that when you observe it, the scene realm starts to get into partnership with you, regardless if you're observing what you don't want or you're observing what you want. Either way, the scene realm is in partnership with human beings to to align with that vision. It's what the prophetic is, and it will work for you or it will work against you because as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So we must step out of the current reality. We must step out of the judgments about the current reality and whatever the current reality is, it doesn't mean a thing about who you are. It doesn't mean a thing about what is possible. It, what it can do though, is it can, it can, it can allure you into observing it like it means something about you and judging it like it means something about you. And what it does is it blocks out what is possible and it blinds you to the creative force that you actually are. And you just end up going in circles, creating more and more and more of the same pattern oscillating in more of what you don't want, oscillating in lack, oscillating in sickness. Why? Because you're focused on lack. You're observing lack and you're doing all of that separated from God. Because I can guarantee you that is not what God is observing. He's not observing you sick. He's not observing you broke. He's observing you in Christ. He's observing you whole and complete and one with him. And so the goal here is, is for us to get laser focused on what God sees as well. You know, as I was praying into this, you guys, it was funny. I saw this vision of Captain Marvel. I don't know if you guys have seen that movie. You know, it's uh, one of, you know, she's a superhero basically. And she's like this energetic being. I forget how she got her powers. I don't know. Some kind of power thing happened to her. I forget. I don't know if it was nuclear power or what. I need to watch the movie again. But the bottom line is, is that at one point she, when she gets her powers, right, she has these red eyes, these red eyes. And God just had me focused on these red eyes. Why? Because it's like a different way of seeing and a different way of, of being. And it's a, it's a way of being creative. And it's a way of, of harnessing creation to actually create. And so it's like those laser eyes are focused <clears throat> on what God wants to see materialize. So God wants heaven on earth, you guys. God wants signs, wonders, and miracles. He wants credit for building something through you. He wants credit for manifesting something through you. And I'm giving you a key that this is... Um, this is this is destined in heaven like your life is destined in heaven to be so much more than whatever your past has been your destiny is so much more than what you can accomplish in your own strength 
Your destiny is what you can create in union with God. Your destiny is what, not only been what you can receive, you guys, it's what you can manifest. This moves beyond, you know, the law of attraction. This is the law of creation. This is how things are created. God observes something and then speaks it into existence. God observes something. He calls things that be not as though they are, and he speaks. He speaks what he's creating. He says, let there be light. And God is wanting there to be all kinds of things that are not yet materialized. He's saying, let there be health, let there be wealth, let there be heaven on earth, let there be peace on earth, goodwill towards men, let there be transformation and transfiguration, let there be uh, healing, let there be uh, abundance, you guys. And But the question is, what are we observing? And, and you'll find that Worry is simply being laser focused on things that we don't want. It's laser focused on a future that we're afraid of. And so all we're doing is we're taking that same faculty that we already use all the time and we're simply focusing it on what we are creating. And here's the truth, you guys. We can't be in a problem solving structure and a creative structure at the same time. In other words, a lot of times what we do is we'll see the current reality, we'll see the desired reality, and we'll see tension between the two, and we'll go and try to uh, take action towards this thing, but yet we get pulled back because there's this contrast. We're saying the current reality, there's something wrong with it, something that has to be fixed, something that has to change in order for us to have this. And the truth is we think that the future reality is gonna be better than the current reality. And so we're, we're operating in a fallen system of good and evil, of good and bad, rather than transcending it and just moving into a creative, perfect identity where we just simply observe. There's nothing, there's nothing to fix. There's not, we're not focused on a problem. We're just focused on whatever it is that we're creating. And that focus can only happen if we're not in the problem-solving problem structure. So we have to get out of the business of problem-solving. We have to get out of the belief that there's something wrong with us. You are not broken. You are perfect. There's nothing to fix, right? There's only something to create. And if you are creating something and unbelief rises up, or you think, oh, you know, the, the, the current reality exalts itself against what you are creating. It's not, you don't go and try to fix the current reality. No, no, no. You just double down on what you're focused on. You guys, it's simple to say, but it's not always simple to do. Because our minds are like monkeys, man. And they just are constantly throwing something at us. The scene realm, you know, just the, the current reality can be really loud. It can be full of accusations. It can try to get you to agree with a reality that isn't true, right? Oh, the world is getting darker. Um, I never have enough money to pay my bills. Um, uh, sickness runs in my family, right? We look to the past. We look to the current reality to determine what the future is going to be. But the past does not determine the future. Our focus determines the future. So we must get unfocused off of what's not working. We must get unfocused off of the past and get laser focused on what it is that we're creating. And so God wants to instruct you. He wants to teach you where you're headed by getting you to see it through his eyes. He wants to, he wants to possess 
your imagination so that your imagination is filled with visions of victory. It is filled with what he is wanting to create through you. And so this, you guys, is our, this is a full-time job. This is how we become a living sacrifice. We simply accept, yes, we're one with Jesus. We yield our bodies. We say, okay, what are you wanting to create, God? What are you wanting to manifest through me? Show me what it looks like, Holy Spirit. Give me an imagination of my future and let me see it. Let me be it. Let me feel it. Let me live in it. Let me experience it in the now and watch it materialize as I stay focused on it. Now, another thing that happens, you guys, is that we, we start to focus on something and then we come back to the scene realm to see, is it happening? Is it happening? Is it happening? So it, that isn't laser focus. That's part-time focus, right? That's where I focus on something for a minute, but then I come back to what's current and I, I judge, is it working or not? No, 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 no. All of that has to go too. That's not laser focus. We live in the focus. We live in the reality of what we're creating and we just thank God for it. We just enjoy it now. And we find whatever it is that we're creating in the current reality. We focus on, guess what? Even if you are dealing with something in your body, you're still alive. There's still health in your body. So start to celebrate the health that you do have. Start to celebrate the abundance that you do have. Heck, if you think, oh, I can't find it in my current reality, you can. You guys, if you, you can find abundance, just step outside. You can see grass, you can see dirt, you can see, you can't see air, but you can think of air. You guys, abundance is now. Health is now. And the more that you focus on, on it, even in the current reality, you see it. And when you start to see it, you start to be it. And when you be it, guess what? You have it. That is how faith works. And so laser focus in union with God, creating and manifesting, materializing the will of God in the earth. This is our reasonable service. This is our our, this is our, our part in being the body of Christ. We are the materializing part of the body of Christ. Jesus has the eyes and we are the body. We just see what he sees. We say what he says, which means we have to stay awake. We have to stay awake to our, our, our union with God. We have to stay awake to the truth that we are one with the Father. And as we do that, guess what? We be that and we see it. We see what the Father is saying. And you guys, they may come, these, these ideas, this thing that God is asking us to focus on may come as a vision. It may come as an idea. It may come as a dream, but it is going to be revealed. The Holy Spirit, it says in John 16, that he shows us the future. He shows us what is to come. And so we just simply need to receive it. We need to just say it, say this, say, I am one with the Father. Say, I have the eyes of God. God's eyes are my eyes. God's ears are my ears. God's mouth is my mouth. We are one. As Jesus is, so are we in this world. And so I have it. I am one with him right this minute. So Holy Spirit, what do you want to use my eyes to observe? What do you want to use my imagination 
to laser focus in and lock into. What do you want to create through me? I'm available. I'm available to be used as a living sacrifice. I'm available to observe what it is that you want observed. Is it a miracle healing? Is it something that someone, a provision for someone? Is it standing for someone that's, that's steeped in addiction and you don't want me to see them as an addict? You don't want me to see them as imperfect? Is it someone who's acting, um, you know, uh, in ways that are unbecoming? Are there people that are accusing me? Are there people that are talking behind my back? Are there people that are abusing me? You don't want me to see them as abusers. You don't want me to see them as gossipers. You want me to see them as instruments of righteousness, holy and acceptable. You want me to see the unsaved as saved. You want me to see everything is flourishing. Everything is blessed. Everything is increasing because that's how you see it. You see it through the lens of the cross. So you want me to see it that way too. You don't want me to talk about how people are mistreating me. You want me to talk about your love for them and how you are blessing them, that you are increasing them more and more, them and their children. You want me to see my family members the way that you see them, complete in Christ, serving you, loving you, creating with you too. You want me to see all of humanity co-creating heaven on earth. You want me to have a vision for the planet that is your vision for the planet. You want me to have a vision for the government that is your vision for the government. You don't want me complaining about the media. You want me to see a redeemed media. You don't want me complaining about uh, the things that, that I don't want to see on the earth. You want me to create the things that you want to see on the earth. You don't want me to judge people. You want me to love people. You want me to love them and see them the way that you love them and you see them. And so I'm going to get off a focus of what is broken. I'm going to get off of a focus of what is wrong with everything. And I'm going to get on a focus of what is right with everything in Christ. And I'm going to get on a focus of creating a planet that looks like heaven. Who says that it has to get darker? Why does it have to get darker? Is it maybe because human beings don't have single eyes? Is it because the focus of, is on the wrong thing? Are we focused on the enemy? Are we focused on what the devil is doing? Are we focused on what God is doing? Are we focused on the light? Are eyes single? Is the body, is God's body filled with light because the body of Christ's eye has become single and his eye has become our eye? And both I, when I say I, I mean E-Y-E and I, <laughs> letter I, is the I God, is the I E-Y-E, God's E-Y-E? Are we one with him? Are we creating with him? Or are we staying in duality? Are we staying in separation? Are we staying in a place where we are outsiders hoping that God's going to do something independent of us rather than through us because he's one with us? Are we waiting on God? Or are we creating with God? I'm going to say it again. Are we waiting on God or are we creating with God? Have we yielded our body as a living sacrifice? Are we seeing what he's seeing? Are we saying what he's saying? Are we operating as one in our operating system? Has the illusion of separation been eradicated? Do I, do I see separation? Do I see God in heaven and me down here on earth trying to get a prayer through? Or do I see myself one with God? Do I see myself when I look in the mirror as Christ looking back at me? Do I see myself as whole? Do I see myself as perfect? Do I see myself as free? Do I see myself as abundant? Do I see myself as healthy? Do I see myself fulfilling my purpose? Do I see the things that God is asking me to create 
or ask wanting to create through me do i see those things as finished do my am i serving the people that god has called me to serve what do those people look like who are they where are they what is a vision of that happening now god what types of people are you sending to me what types of people are you asking me to bless what works of art what books what what programs what 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 jobs are you asking me to take you know guys you can work at kentucky fried chicken and change the world it doesn't matter where you are you can create anything the moment that you are laser focused on creating it it's not about your current circumstances it's not about what you don't have it's not about what is broken it's about what you see and as you laser focus on what you want to see and what God wants to see, what your union-based desires observe, well then guess what you will have, right? We are bringers of the unseen into the seen. And God has given us the keys to the kingdom, meaning he has given us himself. He has given us union with him. Union with God means that you have everything that belongs to God and God has everything that belongs to you. There is no separation. There is no I and them. There is no us and them. There's just union. There's just, just oneness. And God is seeing things from a perspective of perfection, from a perspective of completion. He does not look at any country and call it damned. He does not look at any person and call them damned. He does not, he says, don't call unclean what I have cleansed. That's what he told Peter when he went up on the rooftop to meditate before the Gentiles had heard the gospel. He said, don't call any person that I have clean, clean cleansed unclean don't look at people as unredeemed don't look at the earth as unredeemed look at the new creation look at what i have accomplished and i want you to observe it the way i observe it laser focus on it the way i laser focus on it and guess what will start to happen communities can be transformed cities can be transformed governments can be overturned things can shift people can create heaven on earth that is our that is our birthright that is our design that is the way we were created unfortunately we haven't been taught this we haven't been raised in this we've been raised in duality we've been raised in separation we've been raised in intellectually trying to reason out things we've been ingrained with toil and hard work instead of creation instead of the the uh the science of creation, the science of heaven, the law of observation. And I'm so grateful to live in a season, in a time, in an age where science is catching up with the, the principles of the spirit, where what we observe can actually scientifically be proven to materialize when we, when we observe it. You guys, it is an exciting time to be alive. It is an exciting time to co-create with God. The problem is, is our focus. And I'll tell you what we focus on will determine how we feel. Because when you focus on what God is focusing on, guess what? You feel alive, you feel vibrant, you feel healthy, you feel joyful, you feel peaceful, you feel excited, you feel pumped up because you're co-creating with God. What a great life. What a great opportunity. What a privilege it is to be a citizen of heaven, 
that is that is making the whole earth look like heaven right we are we're tending the garden of our own heart we're tending the garden of heaven now and we get to we get to replenish the earth we get to subdue it we get to be fruitful and multiply why because we can observe with god because we're one with god and we can laser focus on what he's doing what he's creating and the same way that it manifests when at wherever jesus went it can manifest wherever we go this is a rethinking of the way that we live, of the way that we structure reality, of the way that we shape the unseen into the seen. And it is a reality that is true about us, whether it is working for us or it's working against us. Because what we are laser focused on will manifest. This is not something that happens only when you decide for it to happen. No, it's happening already. The question is, what are we laser focused on? We need to be laser focused on what God is focused on and God is focused on heaven, on earth right now. He's focused on sons and daughters living in union with him right now. He's focused on the best is not yet to come. It's now the best, the best, the best, heaven's best, heaven's dreams, heaven's reality is what he's focused on. And so guys, this is our assignment. This is our privilege. This is our our, our, our divine, uh, uh, what I want to call it, it's just our divinely orchestrated way of being. This is what it means to be a human. What it means to be a human is to be a creative force. We are a creative force. We were designed in the image of God. We were recreated in Christ in the image of God. And now we live in oneness with God, with the ability to manifest with God, as God, through us, through our faculties, through our vision, through our words, we live in union with God and we are a change agent. We are here to transfigure the planet. We are here to transfigure others. We are here to reveal the glory of God that is, exists inside of every person, that exists inside of all of creation because Jesus has reconciled it to himself. So beloved, this is what it means to live prophetically. This is what the role of the the prophet, frankly, is. The role that I'm stepping into today is to teach the body of Christ how to materialize and dematerialize matter. Yes, through our words. Yes, through our prophetic gifts. But what are they for? They're here to release heaven on earth. They are here so that our eyes are now God's eyes, that our words are now God's words, that our movements are now God's movements. We are his body and he is moving through us. He is creating heaven on earth through us. This is the way Adam and Eve were originally designed to operate. And until they ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and duality hit the planet, guess what? That's the way it would have always been. But duality exists. The right and wrong exist. Independence exists. Human judgment exists. All of those things exist because Adam chose to eat of the wrong tree. But beloved, because of Jesus, we no longer have to partake of that fallen system. We no longer have to be led by our physical senses. We no longer have to look at a current reality and decide, oh, I guess that's just the way it is. I guess that's just the way it's going to be in the future. No, we have the ability to transform anything. All things are possible if we can believe. All things are possible if we can focus on it and stay focused on it and believe it and rejoice in it and be it. When Jesus came to the blind man in the message translation, he says, what do you want me to do for you? And the blind man says, I want to receive my sight. And Jesus says to him, become what you believe, become what you observe, become what you desire, right? And so 
This is a powerful word, you guys. It's a key to releasing the best. It's a key to releasing the best now, right? Heaven now. Laser focus. So focus in on it, lock in on it, and meditate on it day and night. No matter what happens, just go back to the vision. What are you creating? What are you creating? What are you creating? Something comes up that's contrary to it. Don't even give it a moment's thought. Ignore it. Ignore the distractions. Ignore what's not working. Ignore what's broken and get back to the vision. Get back on what you're creating and watch it manifest over and over and over again. And when you see it and you be it, guess what? You move on to the next thing. You see it and you be it and you move on to the next thing. You see it and you be it and you move on to the next thing. And life becomes an adventure. Life becomes this creative, joyful process that you are just watching heaven show up over and over and over again. And bless me and bless you guys, because I will tell you, the seen realm is in partnership with us. It is a conspiracy, you guys, and it's not a negative one. It's a positive one. All of creation is moaning and groaning for the manifestation of the sons of God. So it is in a conspiracy for the manifestation of the sons of God. And sons of God create. Sons of God are laser focused. Sons of God are governing creation. Sons of God are making the planet look like heaven. So focus, 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 laser focus. What are you creating? What are you visualizing? What are you manifesting? What are you materializing? See it, see it, see it, see it and ignore the rest. Do not get distracted. Do not get distracted by the natural realm. Do not get distracted by things that appear to be more real than what you're creating. Do not get distracted by your natural senses. No, rise up, rise up to the place of divine per perfection, to the place of union with God and yield your body. Yield your body as a living sacrifice and see what God is seeing, say what God is saying and do what God is doing, all right? You got it? If not, listen to it again. Listen to it again. Hey, if it was me and I really wanted to see something shift, I probably would put this on repeat and I'd probably start my day with it to get my mind right and to get my focus right. I'd probably get a journal and I'd probably start drawing out the things that I'm seeing. I'd start putting things around me that remind me of my vision. I would start making sure that I have props that are helping me focus on what I'm creating and I would practice Anytime I'm distracted, anytime I'm triggered, anytime I get caught back into under the scene realm and I start looking at the problems and looking at what I don't want, I'd, I'd have something that could help me in that moment. Something, whoop, put the, put the podcast back on replay. Do something that gets me out of problem solving, that gets me out of toil, that gets me out of not focusing on the things that I'm creating and instead focusing on what, on what I don't want. You guys, this will change the way you live. This will change the way you do things. This will change the way that you show up to every task in your life because you cannot give the power to anything that isn't Christ. You cannot give the power to anything in the natural. You cannot give, you cannot exalt something against the knowledge of God. You have to stay in the place where the Father and I are one and we are focused. We are laser focused on what God wants me laser focused on. Amen, 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 amen. All right, well, you guys, let's go do it. Can't wait to hear the testimonies. Can't wait to hear what's coming up for you. This group is here. So if you have questions or you have thoughts around any of this, that's what this group is for. You can always ask your questions here. Shalise, this isn't happening. Hey, what's going on here? What do I do with this? I hey, let me know. Because I'll tell you, come back to this and listen again. Listen again. What are you creating? 
What are you creating? In fact, why don't you guys take a few minutes while you're listening here and watching this in the group. And if you're listening to it on the podcast, get in the path to purpose group so that you can participate in this. And why don't you just put here in the thread, what are you creating? What are you creating? Just take a moment, ask God, what are you creating? What are we creating? What am I laser focused on? And just throw it in the comments, put it out there for everybody to see. I'm creating divine health. I'm creating a family without conflict. I'm creating, uh, you know, whatever it is, whatever it is, create, 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 focus, 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 laser focus, laser focus, laser focus. All right, guys. Awesome. It's going to be an awesome month. It's my birthday month. It's resurrection month. Hey, guess what? My birthday's on Easter this year. I don't think that's a coincidence. Ah, can't wait to see what God's going to do. So have a great, great, great week. Have a great, great, great month. And let us know, what are you creating? Love you. Thanks for listening to Shalise's podcast. This recording is, in part, made possible by our listeners. To partner with us, visit shalise.com where you can donate and help us spread the good news of our unshakable union with Christ around the globe. You can also find a link there to download Shalise's book, The Path, for free. And if you're ready to discover the call of God on your life and the purpose He created you for, then visit us at Shalise.com and watch Shalise's free training, where you'll hear five keys to hearing God about your life purpose and transitioning into it. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, don't forget, the world needs the Christ in you.